Hey guys, welcome to the number 51 ever episode of the Cool Sports Network. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of the Cool Sports Network. In today's episode, we are going to be previewing the two NFL Championship weekend matchups. The one is Eagles 49ers that kicks off 3 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, and the other one is Chiefs vs. Bengals, which kicks off 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night. Both of these matchups are amazing games. Who do I have making the Super Bowl? You are going to find out. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do subscribe, follow, share, view, and let's not waste any time. Let's get into this immediately, and let's start off by previewing this Eagles 49ers game. The game is in Philly, and the 14-win Eagles are two-and-a-half-point favorites, and I think the main talk when people are thinking about this game is it's the Eagles offense versus the 49ers defense, which, yes, it is. The Eagles offense was dominant this year with Jalen Hurts to A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith and then adding Miles Sanders in the run game. I'm not going to tell you it wasn't dominant, but I don't think it should just be and then uh, Eagles offense versus 49ers defense because the 49ers defense is also like literally the best in the NFL, especially after they forced Dak Prescott the two interceptions last week. I don't think it should just be the Eagles offense versus the 49ers defense. I actually think it may come down to the 49ers offense versus the Eagles defense. And the reason why I say that is this 49ers offense has been dominant. Brock Purdy has played amazing as a San Francisco 49ers, made some big plays. Throughout the season, Christian McCaffrey is a great running back in both the running game and the receiving game, and they do have great wide receivers. They've been scoring, besides last game, which the Cowboys did play, have a great defensive scheme against them. Most games, they've been scoring between like 25 to 40 points a game. They've really been improving their value, even though they're with their third-string quarterback going into the year which was crazy, but then you look at this Eagles defense, that it is going to be very tough. It's very tough for any team to score on this defense, period, because everyone talks about this Eagles offense and how dominant it is, but what about this Eagles defense? The Eagles have four pass rushers with 11 or more sacks, those being Hassan Reddick, Javon Hargrave, Josh Sweat, and Brandon Graham, and that doesn't even include Fletcher Cox, who has seven sacks and has always been considered one of the better D linemen in the NFL. Just think about that right there. On your defensive line, having four players with 11 or more sacks, that's not normal. Most teams don't have one player with 11 or more sacks. That just tells you something about this Eagles defensive line. And then, again, having a guy like Fletcher Cox, who was amazing at stuffing the run. And then, it I mean, you get from the defensive line, then the, the Hassan Reddick is a linebacker in uh, rushing the quarterback. And then it gets even better because you go – to the cornerback position, where they have a trio of amazing cornerbacks, those being Darius Slay, James Bradbury, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Darius Slay is considered one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. He was voted to his fifth Pro Bowl appearance this year. James Bradbury um, did not make the Pro Bowl this year, but did make uh, all-pro second team. And C.J. Gardner-Johnson led the NFL with six interceptions. This Eagles defense will be very tough to score on. And it's going to be very interesting to see what the 49ers are able to do against this Eagles team. And I feel like I've been leaning towards the 49ers. I've been picking against the Eagles all year. Because here's the key thing, right? I think the Eagles, even against the 49ers defense, are easily capable of scoring between 20 and 23 points. So the question is, and I sound like the Ravens-Bengals game in the wildcard round, 
can the 49ers score that amount against the Eagles' defense? Because their offense has been terrific, don't get me wrong. But when, but when they needed to go against an amazing defense in the Dallas Cowboys, they didn't exactly show up to the way to their standards for what we've been seeing from them recently. So who do you go with? I'm kind of stuck. And I'm, I'm sitting here, right, and I feel like this is really a toss-up. I know Bengals fans like uh, hate this saying, but it, it's a coin toss. It really is. I think you could go either way in this matchup. Yet, for some reason, even though I feel like my I want to go Eagles because of the talent they have on both sides of the ball, because of their offense and the amount of talent they have on their defense. However, Kyle Shanahan, I think, has been the coach of the year. I mean, not the coach of the year, but one of the coaches of the year this year, uh, kind of behind Brian Dable. Um, and this entire 49ers team has just continued to step up. I mean, winning 12 straight games is not something you just want to look by. It, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable to, from, to be three and four, finish 13 and four, and then win two straight games in the playoffs. This team just, they, they've had, they haven't had favorable matchups that they found a way to get it done. So even though I think the talent and the uh, on-paper test, if you want to call it, goes to the Eagles. But when you look at a team, and by the way, two great coaches between um, Kyle Shannon and Nick Sirianni, so that's not much of a difference. It's a really tough game, and I hate to say this because I do have friends that are big Eagles fans. But I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go with the San Francisco 49ers to win the NFC in their third NFC championship appearance in four years. And I think their defense is going to force some turnovers on Jalen Hurts. Honestly, as much as, as as crazy as it sounds, I actually don't have that that much concern on the 49ers scoring on the Seagulls defense. They'll score enough points. That's not what I'm worried about. What I'm worried about for the um for the 49ers is if they can stop this Jalen Hurts offense. Because whenever I've said, oh, this team can stop them, they haven't been able to stop them because they're the Eagles offense. But I think the 49ers defense is going to come up huge. I think they'll force some turnovers. I think they'll lock down the run. And then I think we'll force them to pass. And even though the Eagles passing game is amazing this year, kind of like that Lamar Jackson scenario, when you take away the run, the passing game isn't always as well. And I'm not going to sit here as a big Lamar Jackson fan and say he's as good of a passer as Jalen Hurts has been this year. Because that's absolutely not true. The Eagles can still rely on their passing game. However, without the running game, it is harder for it to really generate as much opportunities when you go against a team like San Francisco, which is loaded on all sides of the defense. So while I think it will be a very tight game and a very fun game to watch, I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers to move on to Super Bowl 57. Who will they face is the next question. It is that the, the AFC winner is between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. That game kicks off 6.30 p.m. Eastern. And in noticing I saw, by the way, this is three of the same four teams that made the championship weekend last year. Really, you play this entire year to have one new team, and that's the Eagles replacing the Rams in the NFC. So over here in the AFC, you have a rematch between the Chiefs and the Bengals. I did not expect the Bengals to be here. I thought, I predicted on this podcast the Bengals to win, but then last minute I changed my pick to Baltimore, and I easily could have been close. The Ravens had two red zone opportunities that were held back because of either a fumble on the goal line because of just dropping the ball at the goal line, and then another one being a holding penalty that sets your team back, so you need to throw a 30-yard Hail Mary at the buzzer. So the point is, and then I didn't think they'd win that game. And then you play a team like Buffalo, and I'm like, there's no way they're winning at Buffalo. This is my Super Bowl pick. They win that, too. 
I don't know what to say. I mean, they are right now not to be Bon Jovi. They are living on a prayer right now, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yet they find a way to win football games. And I think real quick before I do get into the um, the real details of this game, I think Joe Burrow is going to go down as that guy who he may win an MVP or two. He's going to put up good statistics, but overall he's going to be that guy that makes upsets in the postseason. He's going to be that guy that always comes up in the postseason. That is going to be his legacy. I think he's going to win a few Super Bowls. I think he's going to go down as one of those guys that was always good in the regular season. But especially when you needed him most in the postseason, that is when he stepped up. Because you've seen in his first two postseason appearances, his team has been able to go far. Even if they lose this game, going to the AFC Championship back-to-back years for an organization like the Cincinnati Bengals is unheard of. They're like, what's the AFC Championship? Like, it's a very rare thing. So who's going to win this game? Do the Bengals go back to the Super Bowl and win the AFC for the second straight year? Well, here's the thing. People have been picking the Bengals kind of like, it it, it kind of has been a joke to people. Like, oh, Bengals are winning. I don't get that. Everybody's picking the Bengals now because one of Mahomes' injury, but mainly because of the fact that Joe Burrow is 3-0 over Patrick Mahomes. And as we're going to mention on my next episode here on the Cool Sports Network, he still has a long way to go before before reaching a record-breaking status. Like, yes, he has her number. Yes, the Bengals are the Chiefs kryptonite right now, the team that just haven't been able to get past. However, I think the Bengals, Joe Burrow especially, I think you just highlight Joe Burrow, forget the Bengals. Joe Burrow is better as an underdog. When Joe Burrow was the guy that's doubted, when he can't win, that is when he steps up. But as a favorite, like he was, I don't know if he was exactly a favorite, but I know a lot of people were picking him to win the Super Bowl over the Rams. When that happened, when he was kind of being picked off to play against the Rams, he didn't convert. I don't know if this is a coincidence, but all I know is Burrow plays better as an underdog. But now Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship, in his fifth straight AFC Championship appearance, is an underdog. In underdog. Patrick Mahomes should never, and I mean never, be someone that is being picked against in this circle, the way that he is being picked against. Like 70, I think 73% of people are picking the Bengals or something on these bowls. Like, it's crazy. He's It's Patrick Mahomes at home in the playoffs. And I get the injury is a key thing. Yes, I understand that. But even if he's not as mobile, the Bengals aren't the best team at getting to the quarterback a lot. Right? It, they have, they... There are players that could just be in the pocket and um, utilize their abilities against this Bengals secondary and just stay in the pocket, like a Tom Brady in a sense, right? He was playing great against the Bengals until he finally made a few mistakes. But this time, it's not a 45-year-old guy that's going against this Bengals secondary. It's Patrick Mahomes, a guy that threw for over 5,000 yards. I think he threw for 41 touchdowns. He's going to be the MVP of the NFL this year. So even if he can't mobilize as well, he can still pass the ball. And I think the key thing here, not a lot of people are talking about, the Chiefs don't run the ball a lot. With Mahomes' injury, they're going to be running the ball. Who says the Bengals can stop the run? The Ravens were running all over Cincinnati. Like, you know? And if that run game can get open with guys like Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon, then it opens up the passing game. And that is where Mahomes could find Juju Smith-Schuster, Marcus Valdez-Scanling, McCole Hartman if he does play, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not to mention on the um, defensive side of things for Kansas City, when you look at the Bengals' offense, yes, I have confidence they'll be able to put up over 20 points. They are missing some key offensive linemen that they could use in this playoff run. Jonah Williams, 
and Alex Kappa are both out for this matchup. Those are two of your key starters. And we saw the Bengals had all the talent in the world. They had the offense. They had the defense. They did not have the offensive line last year. And that eventually in the final play when Aaron Donald got to Joe Burrow, that's what ended up being the difference maker. So without that offensive line, you're telling me Chris Jones can't get it, get some pressure on Burrow, and they're going to have to go for some short throws, and I think Kansas City can lock that up. And just like that, if Mahomes takes a lead, who knows if Burrow is going to be able to come back, again, if anybody can come back against a guy like Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense. So the point is, I don't think people are talking about how much the Chiefs running on the Bengals helps, because it makes Patrick Mahomes job much easier, especially as someone who is injured. And I think the Bengals, and they're still a very good team, they have gotten very, very, very lucky. I'm just saying, over these past few games. If against the Ravens, they should have absolutely lost that game. The Ravens had two, again, two red zone opportunities that were just flushed down the drain because of not what the Bengals did, the mistakes that the Ravens made. And while they made less mistake, I mean, while they played actually a really good game against Buffalo, Buffalo also made a lot of mistakes. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to make those kind of mistakes. And that's what's going to make the game tighter. And eventually the difference maker is this Chiefs offense. So like I did last year at championship weekend, I'm going with a Chiefs versus 49ers rematch of the Super Bowl from 2019. And I'll have the... I'm not going to say my Super Bowl prediction yet. You know, that's a whole other episode. We don't even know if this will be the matchup because I I really, both of these matchups can go either way. If it's Eagles-Bengals in the Super Bowl, I mean, I wouldn't say I was wrong. I mean, this can easily happen. These are two very tight matches. We've seen years where, like, championships could kind of be blowouts or playoff games could be blowouts. This entire postseason has been filled with good games. The games that we thought were going to be blowouts have been tight games. Every game has been close. Every game has been fun to watch. And that's going to continue here in this championship weekend. And this is unlike any other playoffs. Usually you have that blow, uh, blowout or two. Not here. These are going to be two very tight games. I have the I have 49ers Chiefs. If it's Bengals Eagles, I wouldn't be that surprised or anywhere in between. Uh, it's going to be a great matchup. But yeah, I do have the Chiefs uh, getting a victory and holding on. And I do have the 49ers taking down the number one seeded Philadelphia Eagles. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, and view. Enjoy championship weekend. We'll see if my predictions are correct. Maybe they won't be. Again, it could easily be Bengals, uh, Eagles. You never know. Hope you guys did enjoy. And, of course, as always, I'll see you next time. We out!